I've changed people's perception as well around me. That that I think is more important because now they can see evidence-based that diet can heal. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier, and happier life. Here we go again with another fabulous, inspirational success story against inflammatory arthritis. My guest today is Needy, and she is in Boston, Massachusetts in the US, but she's originally from India. So she's a world traveler and she now knows a lot about inflammation reversal. How are you going today? I'm doing great, Clint. Thank you for your time. Oh, thanks for coming on this episode and, and sharing with us. We can learn from you and all the things that you've done to reverse inflammation. Uh, before we get into your story, uh, give us sort of the nasty days versus how you are today, a comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in my worst days, I had pain pretty much on every joint. You can think of my lower back, my upper back, my shoulder, uh, my fingers, my elbow, my knee. And I ignored the pain because I didn't feel like it was RA. And at one point it hit me that, okay, I need to get a diagnosis. And so I went to get a diagnosis and I had an elevated CRP, uh, sorry, not CRP, anti-CCP. And I came back and then uh, fast forward today, I'm I'm like pain-free. And I do get the pain here and there, but the pain is, but I know that, why it's happening. I have control over the disease, right? That's more important. And you can say that I'm pain-free today, else I would have gone down a very slippery path. So yeah, thank you. Wow. Well, it's amazing. So would it be fair to say that you kind of sidestepped the conventional path for rheumatoid arthritis? Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I got the results in October... 2022 uh, and it was getting colder here in the US and I know that my fingers were starting to hurt it was a, uh, I was wearing I was seeing a very dystopian and dismal future for myself I even called uh, back home for ayurvedic treatments because I didn't want to go through the allopathic treatment so I got the ayurvedic treatment somehow it did not sit completely right with me in the sense I knew that it will take very long and I didn't know if I if it can be healed or anything and um, I chose not to go through the allopathic path and somehow uh, stumbled upon your program if you want I can uh, tell you about how I stumbled upon your program but um, I stumbled upon your program and I bought it immediately and I have sidestepped after that I can say Wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's. We haven't done much pre chat before this conversation. So I'm going to be asking questions um, similar to probably what's on the audience's mind. I hope that I can get them in the right order and make this uh, uh, sensible questioning here. So, where did it start for you? What were the areas that it began? Was it the fingers or something else? 
So for me, it began with my upper back and shoulder, but I always attributed it to me working on the computer. And this was back in 2018, I would say. And I I just always thought it was my um, work. So I kept changing my position, started to exercise, like all of that. I went to the doctor as well. Uh, The doctor would just tap on my back and say, oh, your muscles just need to relax. But I never took those medications because I just knew that it it just didn't make sense. But it really came uh, alive for me. And I became very aware when my fingers started to hurt. The little joints, they started to hurt. And I was seeing my... I literally saw my fingers change course. So that's when I was like, okay, it's it started to alarm me at that point. And at one point, my knees were hurting. Oh, and my elbow had like a, uh, I had a swelling here. I, know, I remember I'd been to a dance class and I wasn't able to like completely lift my elbow. And, and I came home and I was crying because I, 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 because I had eliminated sugar, gluten, dairy, everything. For me, that was everything, right? So I removed all of that. And still, I and I I didn't know what to eat now because it was like, what am I going to eat? You know, so that really I and I very clearly remember me crying. And then I did a very intense research. I was like, no, I need to do this somehow. And then I started with an AIP diet. And um, I did that for a month. Yeah. yeah, just explain what that is to some people who don't know what that is. Yeah, AIP diet is heavy on meat and heavy on fats, everything that's opposite to your program. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, but I felt very good for the first month. I, f- I felt like really good. Although I was not eating processed food, junk food, nothing previously, but still I want to acknowledge that I felt really good, but somehow by mistake, I ate jalapenos and it flared up like anything after that again. And then somehow, um, also because I was doing yoga and um, I'm not a heavy meat eater, it just didn't sit right with me because I remember going to the store every day and buying meat and fish and all these like pounds. And I'm like, oh my God, do I have to, I I can't eat it for the rest of my life. You know, it's, Somehow I I was like, no, how can I eat constant meat, two, three meals a day? It was like, no, 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 I cannot be doing that. And and I wasn't working out a lot, but I was doing a little bit of yoga and my muscles were building and bulking. I'm like, whoa, that does not seem like me (laughs) because I was eating so much meat. And um, so so I I used to listen to this podcast. Um, I forgot what it was. And in that podcast, I decided that, okay, but somehow, you know, in that podcast, uh, RA people who were diagnosed with RA were never really there in the sense the ratio was probably one is to 30, you can say. So I felt like maybe this is not the right diet for me because there's no, there were all autoimmune conditions, but somehow not RA. And I'm also a biotechnology engineer. So for, for me, it felt like if I'm putting all these antigens in my body, are am my is isn't my body going to produce those many antibodies against my own body? It was just very counterintuitive for me. And so in that podcast, I searched rheumatoid arthritis healing or something like that. And then you came up, somebody had interviewed you. And then I was like, okay, yes, this is it. This is it. Then I went to your podcast. 
listened to at least four or five of them. It was very inspirational. Went to your website the same day. I it, it was a day before the New Year, so I downloaded all of that. I read everything the whole night. My partner was like, "What's going on?" But I was like, "Okay, you're not gonna get it. I just need to do this." <laughs> I did all of that overnight. I switched my diet overnight, like literally. The next day, I knew that okay. I and I, I've never felt so happy when I found your guide. I've felt ecstatic. It was it was a different feeling because it sat right with me spiritually, emotionally, just just everything. I knew then that okay, I, I'm gonna do this. So, and, and it didn't take me long. Honestly, it took probably a week for me to be like okay, I was pain free. So yes, thank you. <laughs> that is amazing that is so wonderful so okay now what um what were you doing on your exercise front as well because this is obviously a big yeah. part of my sort of teachings or my philosophy my understanding of the science i want to know whether or not you ever did anything specifically for your upper back that helped your upper back and i want to know whether or not you ever did anything specifically for that elbow that hurt you during dance and the fingers that were hurting when you were waking up. So talk me through that side of things. Yeah. So for my upper back, I would I would like just stretch. I I would stretch all day. Like anybody who knows me would be like, oh, she'll. St-. I would just start stretching anywhere. <laughs> Literally, I would just stand and stretch in front of my friends in the subway. Like it it didn't matter to me. I would just stretch because it was so painful. And yeah, so uh, I, I used to do that and my lower back would hurt sometimes, but like intuitive, I, I would just go hike the whole day and I would be fine the next day. So it was more like, okay, um, it's just exercise. It, it just felt like that to me. But my fingers, I got the, um, I don't know what to call it, but you know, you pu- uh, pull and push. Yes, that one. Yes. Grip strength. Yeah. Grip strength, yes. Yeah. So I brought that one and then I used to do that. My elbow was very weird. I didn't do anything much, but I was constantly doing yoga. Like to, uh, by constantly, I mean like thrice a week, and it, it it felt good. But I never connected it to RA. The RA came into picture very later on. But after that, when I heard your podcast, I started to go to the gym regularly, and I now I do like um, yoga six days or like five days a week. I do like a intense yoga, the Ashtanga yoga. I learned from a teacher in India. So that has been very good. I did a couple of saunas as well. I play sometimes um, pickleball, go running. So I've been I've been quite active all through my life. But now that it dawned upon me that it's both because I've heard your podcast and it's both your um, the diet as well as the exercise. And I have maintained uh, I have maintained that and I could not eat a lot of foods because um, chili would hurt me, carrot would hurt me, carrot still hurts me for some reason. A lot of a lot of foods were hurting me, and also like fats, definitely fats. But I I did like very basic stuff. Whatever you told me, stuck to it, and I I only stuck to it for a week. I introduced fruits very early on. Introduced many different veggies very early on because I was eating them on AIP. So I knew that it's not hurting me as much. But the fats were a game changer, absolute game changer for me. Uh, the mm. nuts, and the oils and all of that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, awesome. It's so good for that message to come through so strongly because it's strong in the science and this is one of the uh this is one of the sort of like uh points at which I say well it's 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 hard to argue with the science when you look at the the way that the fat uh interacts with the gut microbiome with intestinal permeability with the production of bile acids with the creation of advanced glycation end products which are a, a source of oxidative stress uh so we've got multiple reasons why and even if we want to extrapolate this also a very high source of of calories and and overeating is a source of inflammation in the body so uh here's something we haven't spoken about a lot on other podcasts but um if we overeat then we are going to add to oxidative stress and add to inflammation and uh the message there is eat what you need to maintain your weight and if you're going to the gym to add that bit of muscle that you're that you're uh, working towards but not more you know let's 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 consciously stop when we've eaten enough to support our our needs because overeating overeating uh is just a, a going to contribute to uh inflammation so this is really really um you know you're like a textbook example of what to do so it's really exciting now did you notice anything specifically with regards to the fat reduction and notice i'm not saying fat elimination because we all know we need fats in our diet and there we we get adequate fat when we can eat a plant based diet of course even a low fat plant based diet but uh did you specifically see the connection between any oils that you might have been grilling meat with or mm. the meat fat or even avocados or was it for you they're all lumped into the same category yeah for me it was the nuts actually because i was eating a lot of nut butters and so those nuts were absolutely not the right thing for me the way i was eating them especially so when i removed them completely it it felt very good but i've seen that seeds don't affect me as much but the nuts do avocados are fine uh coconut is fine so those fats are okay but the nuts definitely no even like oil um, even olive oil does not really sit well right with uh, sit that right with me um so i i i i cook i i after like after just going through your diet my life has changed in the sense like i have i juice a lot like you said i don't eat a lot because i realize that i don't need to eat a lot to be energetic and um you know feel vigorous throughout the day i don't need to eat a lot i juice a lot in fact i got a juicer the celery juice is like crazy and yeah like i i i i juice at least a liter a day i eat a lot of raw foods sometimes i eat cooked food and that's good as well but i i don't cook with oil and it has not changed my um like i i still like food the way it is but i eat food to nourish me now not because oh i like food and i have to eat food because it just i don't buy anything beyond the produce section most of the times i take my food where i'm going i i take my food with me a lot of people did laugh at me initially but um it didn't matter because yeah it, it felt like they were all looking into my <laughs> lunch box or they would all look into my box and be like 
well, why do you think and like and all of that? And in fact, I had a doctor friend who was a doctor who said that you're not making an informed decision. And I was like, I don't need to tell. <laughs> I don't need anyone to tell me about my decisions because I know how amazing I feel. And you won't believe it. After that, I've met at least three people who are facing a similar situation like mine. And when I asked them to juice and do all these things, they felt so much better. And uh, yeah, a person was taking cane pillars, uh, painkillers, which was um, steroids. And I, I told him about the celery juice. And he's like, he, he, he's just amazed with how how um, amazing it works for him. So all all these have been, yeah, I think that I've changed people's perception as well around me. That That I think is more important because now they can see evidence-based that, you know, uh, diet can heal. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got lots of questions and I hope I don't forget them all. So what I'm going to do, I want to ask you uh, to give us the order in which you eat your foods and when you do your celery juice, because sometimes the timing of that can be a, a, a bit of a pain. If you've got a rushed morning, you're a biotechnology engineer. I'm sure you've got to get up and get to work. Uh, like where do you find, where, where do you position the celery juice? And I also wanted to talk about the nuts because I've got an idea around nuts as to why those nut butters. And I think I'm going to give you some some happy news around being able to potentially eat nuts. So let's just do those two. And then there was another question, which I, which will come to me in a second. So tell us about, like, you don't need to give us every single minute detail, but generally, how do you plan out your your eating times and the green juices throughout the day? So um, I wake up, I start with yoga. And as soon as I finish my yoga, I drink like a liter of uh, green juice, which is celery, cucumber, ginger, lime, apple, kale. Like I, I would put anything in it. But th this is my base though. I stick to this base. I drink a liter until probably 11-ish or something, the whole thing. And then I eat a huge salad for lunch. And then in between, if I'm hungry, I eat um, fruits and also some like Indian snacks, which I make at home with no oil, nothing. So it's just for my craving. And in the evening as well, I eat like sweet potato soup that you suggested and also sometimes quima and um, like a quima bowl or a smoothie or even just a juice. And I typically like even do a juice fast once a week. I just feel so good with it. Like, and my energy is very, like, I'm very high on energy. Like I recently went to Berlin and I danced for straight 14 hours. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you danced for 14 yeah, I, I, hours? Yeah. Like I, I already had good stamina, but when this came into picture, it just elevated my whole <laughs> experience. So, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that. Oh, that's just crazy. You're, you're like fueled by green juice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And my skin is more clearer. Um, I have clarity of thoughts. I uh, used to drink a lot of alcohol as well. I loved beers and all of that. Uh, I don't drink those anymore, but I, I did drink a beer or two in Berlin, but that was okay. It just like masked everything off with the green juice. 
and um, yeah like all there's so much clarity of thought and uh, i've attracted opportunities like crazy over the past 6 7 months and it's been life changing yeah now uh with regards to let's rewind a little bit to the nuts so one thing that both nuts and seeds have is a large amount of polyunsaturated fat now the nut is and the nut and the seed uh protected internally from the oxygen in our environment and the oxygen is highly reactive with those polyunsaturated fats now when people ask me can i eat nuts and can i eat nut butters the answer is very different because once a nut has been crushed and the contents have been exposed to oxygen those polyunsaturated fats will oxidize very quickly and the oxidation of those fats make them a source of free radicals for the body which increases oxidative stress so we really don't want to be eating crushed up which i call processed mm-hmm. uh nuts and seeds in that way now if for example we're eating hemp seeds and those they have been cracked and then sealed and and they're in a bag that has been protected from the air There is an argument to say that they might be well preserved and they may be okay but if you're opening and closing that bag to consume that over a period of a month or something I wouldn't be so sure and we don't know in the factory when the nut with almond butter or whatever it is cashew butter has been created how long after it's been crushed open before it ends up sealed in that bottle I mean it could go along a long production line it could be hours we don't know days I don't know mm-hmm. um it might only be minutes we're not sure but we're taking the risk of oxidation and that's the main difference okay the oils are hypersensitive to oxygen and this is also one of the reasons why fish oil is contraindicated in a lot of people with inflammatory arthritis when they because high inflammation equals high oxidative stress and what can happen is if you're taking a very delicate polyunsaturated fat then the, it can get oxidized in the body and actually be more problematic for the body than providing the benefit of which is the intention of getting into your cells and becoming part of your cell membrane so anyway i just wanted to you know just like a little science session there because other people are eating nut butters the the very very simple answer is forget nut butters but try whole nuts because they aren't oxidized as long as they're not cooked in uh sunflower oil or another oil and roasted in oil mm-hmm. um so they can be dry roasted whole nut form give them a go i'd like you to try them as well and see how you go because if you're eating seeds of course which are which are not crushed up mm-hmm. then you might be just fine with nuts now what i the nuts that i like uh especially pistachios mm-hmm. and i also like to eat cashews they're my two favorite but it's not limited to that but i just enjoy those ones and pistachios have a whole bunch of wonderful things about them from an antioxidant viewpoint which makes them my number 1 and then cashews number 2 so there's just a bit of fun about nuts and seeds are you encouraged to maybe try the nuts in their whole form okay yep i i i will i will uh eat them eat test any food we're nervous around uh in the morning around lunchtime when the sun's high in the sky because our digestive power is the greatest yeah i've noticed that uh if i eat an uncertain food at night then the inflammation would be higher so i just like 
uh, now I what I do is okay if I eat something by mistake then I make sure that I do juice a celery juice and then sleep it's it just works like magic the next day I'm like yeah it works very well it's wonderful fantastic okay um have you been back I'm curious to ever check your anti-ccp antibodies again or have you completely avoided the medical system since uh <laughs> since you went into the first time yeah, no, I haven't gone back to check. I am curious though, so I, I do plan to check in the coming three to four months. Um, like because I, I want to do it like a yearly thing because I did it last October. So I I will be doing I will be doing one. But I did know that last year my for some reason my WBCs were also higher. Some random infection was going on in the body, which I don't know where it was coming from, but uh just few weeks back i checked the wbc everything was normal so i actually it was not just you know my um joints that were hurting i used to have like random ear infection but it it wouldn't like it wasn't debilitating or it wasn't something that would affect my day to day but i knew that something was not right with my ear and my throat i actually even got a laryngoscopy done and i had inflammation in my throat as well like the voice box as well and I was given prednisone uh, for that week. I took it just because I was like, okay, probably the inflammation for my throat is good and blah, blah. And so I, I took the prednisone and then after that, I've never touched it. And all that is gone. Like I would feel it here. I would tell my doctor that there's something here. I, it's not right. And they would just ignore it and all of that. But now I have realized that after after doing the diet, I... I dived much deeper. I even did like a 10-month nutrition course. I follow a lot of raw vegan stuff and all of that. And now it it's given me some kind of a power where I feel like I can heal myself no matter what happens to me. My I used to be, I felt a little anxious earlier because uh, like I saw my mother like go through um, her health issues and she just never got better. So I used to have this anxiety that, okay, there will come a day where this will happen to me and I'm never going to be better. But now I'm completely over that fear, you know, like, because I know that I can heal myself irrespective of what, what comes to me. So that like RA, although the diagnosis has not been official, but it it came like a blessing to me and it has just changed my life, my partner's life like people around me and it, it's just been great. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. How many years would you say you were suffering? Uh, 2018, since 2018, now that I look back, mm. those two days when I did the juice fast, one by one, all the pain went away. And then I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I was in so much pain and I didn't even realize that I was in so much pain. You know, if, and I was just like touching myself. I was like, okay, is the pain gone? And at some point I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that it's me. You know, I probably had the attachment to the pain. Like if the pain is not there, maybe it's not me kind of a thing, you know? And it was, yeah. So I experienced those different phases and I think that has been, um, it's made me more positive, everything like. Yeah, I, I think like diet is very healing. Ah, wonderful. Is there anything else that you do? Like, do you meditate? Do you take any supplements? Do you have a part of like a support community? I don't think you're part of ours. Um, are you 
I mean, what else is there? If 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 there was a chance now to encourage some people with some more things that you do, what would you add? I I I take vitamin D definitely uh, regularly. I also take omega three uh, from the algae, not from the fish. So that one, I I take spirulina powder as well, just because I I I think that anything that comes from plants and sea vegetables is great. So these three things I do, but apart from that, I don't really take any supplements. My iron, calcium, zinc, all of them have been very normal, even on a vegan or diet. So it does not, I don't think any of that matters really. And and I want to say that like, if we want to be eating grass-fed chicken and grass-fed beef, we might as well eat the grass, <laughs> you know, <laughs> doesn't need to go through That's the whole funny. cycle of uh, all of that so yeah yeah that's funny and, and and i also want to say that all plants have protein you know everything has protein we uh we just being from a biotechnology background we don't need to be eating protein and letting your body break it down and that process is so intense might feed your body amino acids which are the building blocks of protein it it just works uh pretty well i couldn't do one push-up before now i can do 10 i can lift myself up uh when i'm doing yoga like on my hands you know like with my and i can do a headstand so i i really don't think protein is politics you know let me put it very very uh plainly and yeah yeah, yeah. The science on that, again, is as strong and clear as ever that all plants contain all amino acids. Um, yes, some of them in very low quantity, uh, but, the, but the science is clear on that. Um, there's the, the protein angle is not something that uh, is, of, is of any concern on a plant-based diet. As long as you eat enough calories and enough diversity in your calories, then you'll meet your protein requirement. That's what was quite simply explained to me by Dr. Clapper. So as long as you eat, you eat enough food each day and you've got enough diversity in there, like it's not just one single food, then you're, you're guaranteed of getting your protein intake. And um, I think we all, you know, we obsess about protein uh, and chase it. Whereas like, where are people getting their magnesium? Where are people getting their potassium? What about their omega-6 to 3 ratio? What about the acid-alkaline balance? And where are you getting X, Y, Z, selenium? You know, there's so many things. And so to think only of protein, it's like thinking about trying to learn how to spell, but you're just obsessed by the letter J. Like, come on, like, there's just get over the J. You know, it's just one part of a much bigger puzzle. So the handstands, that's phenomenal. Push-ups, well done. This is sensational. So, you know, Congratulations. I can't think of much else that I wanted to ask you. This is all brilliant. You're inspiring people around you. You're providing them with guidance to get people to, to drink juices, and that's helped people with their steroid intake. You know, you're you're uh, gotten rid of your pain. You're happy with your lifestyle. You're stronger than ever. You're dancing for 14 hours. I mean, what else could you ask for? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I'm I'm 31 now and I look forward to a more beautiful life and um yes and thank you for thank you for inspiring so many people and also it's very evidence based and I think um 
Ari is a gift, so we should just embrace that because after that, life just changes if you take it positively. But if you take it negatively, then it's going to be bad. Like because on Reddit, I I actually go on Reddit into these groups and I tell them that hey, you know, you should do this, this, this. I was I've been banned from many groups on Reddit. So, but I'm like, okay, if but they're like trying filing for disability and all of that. It's so sad. It's very sad. I understand exactly what you're talking about, and I'm going to be careful here not to name a couple of major online free forums that are run for people with arthritis. But I had an account on there. Um, I forget the word, but what it is is they they it, it makes your account not work properly. So it looks like there's tech issues basically to get rid of you. Um, one of my close friends, if you like, in our community, like someone like yourself, but who I've known for a very long time, huge advocate of what we do, providing evidence for all the things we talk about, was very active on a few of these online forums and got banned from both of them and never, ever, uh, all was just offering like some suggestions to check out our work or look at this podcast, got banned from both. Because the default, as you say, is just pure misery. It's like people who just want to complain and do not want to hear good news about their 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 lifestyle or or sorry they don't want to hear sort of that they might have to do some things that require self responsibility and take action because yep. the status quo is just too familiar even if it's awful absolutely and um the program is of course it's not easy for some and for me, it was easy. At some point, it wasn't easy. But the point is, you got to keep coming back to it because this is supposed to be like a way of life and not just like for a day or two. And doing that is very hard. And people don't want to do hard things for themselves. And they want to take the easy way. And also, um, I lost a lot of weight. I'm already a tiny person. So when I lost weight, a lot of my friends were like, oh, you're losing weight. And have you become so weak? But I was stronger than ever, you know, and we don't need to be fat. Like, sorry, but I'm I'm not trying to fat shame or anything, but we don't need to be, it's okay to be thin. Like thin is, uh, is strong as well. If, if you are energetic, if you have clarity of thought, that's all that matters. You don't need to be eating a lot and just, you know, that that is not good. It's doing more bad than, uh, ever because when when I would eat when I would eat all the bad stuff when I would drink a lot of alcohol or even smoke a lot or whatever people nobody said anything nobody said anything they were all like oh she's so cool and blah 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 but when I was doing the right thing and um, feeling better that's when people started to show concern as to oh you're losing weight and uh, why are you eating the way you're eating I mean that 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 was very weird because. Yeah, like um, nobody understood. Like none of my uh, friends around me understood. They would be like, probably the joint pains are just because you have low calcium. I was like, no, I don't have low calcium. Okay. (laughs) You have low calcium. You've eaten uh, gluten and sugar all your life. How can you now? It's all in your head. I mean, what do you mean? It's all in my head. It's not in my head, you know? (laughs) So it, it... just so many things like that and it was just very 
weird to be around all of that and but now that i have transformed myself i do see people uh, being more respectful about it and also you know me like okay yeah yeah, uh, yeah that's right and also you know 10 15 years ago it wasn't as common to put your health first and go undertake some you know pretty li- massive lifestyle changes and plant based eating was just that little bit less common and you know uh, everything was just that little bit less common so today uh someone looking after their health you know things like time restricted eating intermittent fasting these are like these are everyday conversations certainly in communities that that I am involved with this is normal green juices come on look at people like uh, uh medical medium uh who was promoting green juices uh I believe even longer than I have I've been at it for like 16 years yeah and he's got in fact we have a book here my wife bought us like a whole book just on the benefits of celery juice and I said why do you like clearly you know we why do we need to buy a book on something that we've been endorsing for so long without even being aware of his work for the longest time so you know what I'm saying is that the, there's so much more information now about about this and the awareness is much greater so you you might get a little bit of attitude for a while, but then people are like, oh no, she she's she's yeah. got this and so on. No, it's been really good. So here's yeah. someone. Uh, if you're not following a guy called Brian Johnson, then check out his social media and stuff that he's doing online. It's Brian with a Y. Okay. Uh, the reason I bring him up, you'll like him because he doesn't eat a lot of food either. He only eats two thousand calories a day. Mm-hmm. But he is currently the world record holder on age reversal. So his biological oh, yeah, age. Yeah, I know, right. uh, I've heard of, yeah, I commented on one of his LinkedIn posts then. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I blueprint so, that. A fascinating, fascinating time in history right now where we're watching someone be able to completely slow down their biological age. And I encourage anyone who's a fan of this podcast, who's interested in healthy living, uh, check out Brian Johnson's on social media because he's doing some cool things and he's doing it all with a plant-based diet. And mm-hmm. it's just fascinating to watch. But back to you. Well done. It's been really fun chatting with you. Your energy is contagious. You're happy. It's awesome. And I can't wait to, you know, get find out in the next year or two how everything's going and and what the next stages for you have been. So congratulations and thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And keep inspiring people. You're doing great work. So yeah, thank you for having me over. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.